0: uneasy feeling that you are not alone don't worry it's just a ghost a shout out to tia mayhem and tanya venom of stormstress for providing the incredible intro music for this podcast come to me my pretties hello there my little halloween peeps Welcome to episode 46 of It's Just a Ghost, and the fourth out of four bonus episodes for Halloween this month. This episode is titled My Haunted House. It is a repost from episode eight, and it's me telling about my actual haunted experiences, my paranormal experiences in the house that I grew up in. So I thought this would be a really cool bonus spooky episode, so I hope you enjoy it. And we actually have another episode on Halloween, just a mini episode, which will have a story that I wrote, and I will also announce the contest winners for the two contests that we have running now. So if you would like more information about those contests, you can go to it'sjustaghostpodcast.com and click the contest tab in the drop down menu. Hello there. I am your host, Mary Jensen. This episode of It's Just a Ghost, I am talking with Perry Jones about my experiences in the haunted house that I grew up in. I call this episode, My Haunted House. Hello, Perry, my co-ghost for this episode. Hi,
1: Mary. I heard you have a couple stories from where you used to live.
0: I do. I have quite a few stories from the house that I grew up in. And I'm not going to say where it is or anything um, because I don't live there anymore. But I would love to talk to the people that live there now and find out if they've had anything happen. But I just don't know how to go, go about it. Um, when I'm in that town, sometimes I drive by my old house and hope I see somebody outside. Right. But I feel like, okay, I'm not going to just go knock on the door, mm-hmm. you know, especially if they haven't had anything happen. Yeah, really. And they're skeptic people, they'll be like a crazy girl at the door. (laughs) So, anyway, I'm not going to do that. But, yeah. um, So, yeah, I want to give a little bit of background first. I was three years old when we moved to that house. And before that, we lived a few blocks away. Okay. And it was me and my mother, my dad, and my sister. But, my My father died Mm -hmm. in that house, the one, you know, before we moved into the haunted house. He had been fighting cancer for a long time, and he passed away in the house, and my mother decided to move. So we moved a few blocks away, and this house is, it's an apartment building, and it has four apartments in it, Mm -hmm. and it was built in 1875, and it's totally, it's 3,800 square feet. And so it has a basement apartment, Mm -hmm. and then it has a first floor, second floor, and then a third floor, kind of like an attic apartment with the slanted ceilings and everything. So, and then it has, we called it a barn, and it's attached to the house. Mm -hmm. So on the far right, it's a two-story barn. Right. And on the second floor, there's like a loft in the second floor part of the barn. Okay. So, we moved there when I was three, because my father died right before I turned three. And so, it was just me, my mom, and my sister, and we moved into the basement apartment. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And, I mean, I was very young, obviously, so I had a lot of things happen to me, apparently, even that young. But I don't remember them that much. Right. And my sister does. But she does not want to be on the podcast and talk about it mm-hmm. because a lot of it was very evil. Wow. And she is really concerned about something happening right. if she does it.
1: Yeah. So, you know, something coming
0: too. back or whatever. Right. And um, I'm not really worried about that <laughs> because I know there's ways to get rid of things. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, so, but she did talk with me over the phone a little bit because I know she had told me all these stories back, you know, a few years ago and not to say how old I am, but I'm in my fifties. So anyway, she probably she, you know, has talked about some of these stories here and there over the years. So we just kind of went over a couple of things again on the phone. So I'm going to do the, you know, the best I can with the first things and the you know, the really evil stuff um, from what I can remember that she told me. So, um apparently she got a book from somewhere i don't know if it was given to her or she bought it but it was it had to be something pretty evil Uh, you know again she won't really talk to me too much so but she had started reading the book and it was just too much for her so Mm -hmm. she stopped reading it and just put it aside and she said after that that's when the really evil things started to happen. So, and one of them was now my mom used to square dance a lot, so she was gone a lot, of, you know, to the dances on the weekends and stuff and my sister would would babysit me. Now she's about 9 years older than me. And uh so I guess one night I was in my room, I was supposed to be sleeping, and I don't know if she heard something or she just decided to come in and check on me, mm-hmm. but she said she walked in the bedroom and I guess I just sat up in bed and just looked at her and growled like something really evil sounding. She said well, it was like kind of like nice. something like that. And then I just laid down and, and went to sleep. And I don't remember that at all. Hmm. And uh, But I do know my bedroom was on the far right of that apartment. And I was always afraid of that room. I -hmm. I hated it. It felt evil to me. I did not want to sleep in there. And I used to come out of my room all the time crying. And I think my mother just thought that I was trying to get away with staying up later. Mm -hmm. So she would make me go back in there. Right. And it petrified me. Mm -hmm. And that room on the other side of it was a dirt cellar. And I don't know. And and so I had this prayer that I used to say every night until I would fall asleep. I'd say it over and over again because I was that scared. And it was, I had a poster of it on my wall with a little girl in a pink, pink jammies Mm -hmm. kneeling down saying this prayer. And so I would put my hand on that poster and just keep repeating that prayer over and over again. And it was, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take.
1: Right.
0: And so that's what got me through, I think.
1: Yeah. My mom used to say that to us, too, before you went to bed.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the title of that prayer is, but right. <laughs> I mean, I said it so many times as a kid. Right. I have it memorized still mm-hmm. to this day. And you know what? Since we started doing this podcast, I've been saying it. Before I go to sleep, <laughs> I always pray before I go to sleep anyway, but this right. is added into it now. Mm-hmm. It just makes me feel better. So that was one of the things. And then she said another time. So, from where my bedroom is, you'd walk through the kitchen,
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: there's the living room, and then there's another bedroom. And this is weird because I'll have to ask my sister this. I remember there only being two bedrooms. Mm-hmm. So I don't know I know I had my bedroom by myself cuz it was very tiny. Right. So I don't know if her and my mother shared a room maybe there was three bedrooms but anyway. So she was sitting on the couch in the living room one night and she said I came walking through from the kitchen and I was about halfway through the living room and she said I just stopped dead in my tracks and I started shaking. And then all of a sudden now These, you know, very old house. It has those really tall windows that go almost to the floor. Mm -hmm. And so we had these long drapes hanging there. Right. And then all of a sudden she said the drapes started blowing out. Like there was strong wind, but none of the windows were open. Wow. And they started blowing out almost straight. Yeah. And I was shaking and I just stood there and shook. And then all of a sudden, I don't know how long this lasted for. Probably, you know probably felt longer than it really was. But right. she said all of a sudden everything just stopped.
1: Uh-huh.
0: The The curtain stopped. I stopped shaking. And I just went about my business like nothing happened. Wow. So I don't really remember that either. But again, I was very young. And I can't say if it was like, you know, when I was five or I didn't really get. But I know I was still young enough. I don't remember it. Right. And then... Another time she was sleeping in bed, and even she still does this now. And I wouldn't after this happened, but she likes to have like her leg hanging out, not under the blanket, sticking out of the blanket, kind of hanging off the edge of the bed.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. (laughs) But after all that,
0: (laughs) no, because she woke up one morning, or I guess she felt a scratch, and she looked, Mm -hmm. and there was scratch marks on her leg, and and it was bleeding. Wow. Now, this is from what I can remember. I recall her saying this. But so anyway, um, and then there was just a lot of, oh, this is a good one. So another time she was sitting on the couch and she had her boyfriend over. And she said, so the couch, the back of the couch was leaned up against a door that went to another cellar behind the couch Mm -hmm. this house is weird it's got cellars everywhere
1: right
0: and again another dirt cellar and so it was pushed up against that door but the door could still open just a little bit Mm -hmm. like we didn't have a lock on it or anything and so they were watching tv and she said all of a sudden she felt some like a hand touch her shoulder Mm -hmm. and she looked And she said the hand was like half rotted and it was just kind of like kept swiping at her and it was just kind of like rotted meat and stuff. And so those are the evil things from that age or so that I recall her telling me. And then I'm not sure how she knew or how she found out or if she, with the book, um, she said that she had to, in order to stop this evil, she had to read the book in one sitting from mm-hmm. beginning to end, in one sitting. Oh. And so she did. She started the book over, and she read it.
1: Right.
0: Complete through, and she said, after, and plus she did do, like, some sage and stuff. But yeah. And she said after that, um, it wasn't as bad. Oh. You know, like, we still had evil stuff here and there, I guess.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then, so another, now this, I kind of remember, but my mother told me this story a million times growing up. And I vaguely kind of remember sitting there. So those little play telephones that they used to have, like the Fisher Price, I think they were a plastic, you know, with the little dial thing. (laughs) And I don't know if who's listening to this, but so, you know, it was a long time ago, but it was a little plastic Fisher Price dial phone. And she said, I used to sit there on the floor and like the phone rang, like she, like I'd act the, like the phone rang and I'd pick it up and I'd say, hello. And then she'd, she'd say, I would pause. Like there was somebody on the other end
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I'd say something like, hi daddy, how are you doing? And then I'd be like listening. She said, I'd really be listening. Like somebody was talking. Right. And then I'd say, Oh, I miss you daddy. I'm going to cry. And then, I yeah, and I would just talk to him, and I'd say, well, yeah, I'm doing good, and you know, just stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it used to creep her out. mm -hmm. And so I guess, like, she let me do it a few times, but she ended up taking the phone away from me and throwing it away, which I don't really think that was a good idea. Mm -hmm. I mean – if it were me and I was a parent, I think I maybe would have talked to me about it to find, you know, or maybe even just took me to talk to someone. Because obviously I was having a hard time missing my dad. Right. But anyway, so she she did. She took it away because she was so creeped out. Wow. Because she said it seemed so real to her the right. way I was doing it. And um, so I vaguely remember sitting there doing that. I don't remember anything I said. Um, But... So we lived on the, in the basement apartment for a while. And then my mother had met a man, square dancing, whom she started dating. And, he, and she ended up marrying him. So he's my stepdad. And um, I think, I want to say they got married when I was like seven. Mm-hmm. It seems right to me. Around that age anyway. And so when they got married, they ended up buying this apartment building. Oh, because okay. it just so worked out. The woman wanted to sell it and Mm -hmm. so they ended up buying it and we ended up moving to the second floor because it was bigger
1: right
0: so now i've lived in every apartment in this in this building throughout (laughs) my life so now we're on the second floor and i'm probably about nine or Mm ten and um i don't remember a lot of weird things happening in that apartment right i know that My sister said a couple of things like I guess before um, this woman used to live there when we lived in the basement and she had a a little baby and though they were in a bad car accident Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and the baby died. And so we'll call her April the mother. And so after that um, April would be in her apartment and she would she said she hurt would hear the baby crying still mm. in the other room but you know who knows I, I mean she could have just been so distraught and everything that she thought she heard her crying right but that was what she said yeah. and that's really the only thing I remember from that apartment mm. you know I don't really remember much from there. And then um, so years go by and my grandmother was getting old and she decided to move in with us mm-hmm. on the second floor. And so we lived there for I don't know how long, maybe another couple of years. But it was getting hard for my grand to climb the stairs.
1: Right.
0: And so the people on the first floor said, hey, why don't we trade apartments? Mm-hmm. It was practically the same apartment. It was kind right. of the you know, same yeah. amount of rooms and stuff. And so we're like, yeah, okay. So we did. We traded apartments so that my grandmother wouldn't have such a hard time with the stairs now. So now we're on the first floor apartment. (laughs) And that one was kind of weird. So that had three bedrooms and, you know, a big kitchen and a big living room. And so I remember the bedroom in the front of the house. That was my mother and, and Bill's bedroom. And sometimes when you were in that room, you could feel someone there and you would smell perfume really strong. And it was always the same scent, but you could just feel it. And I always just pictured like, you know, a woman standing there in like one of those old fashioned dresses with long hair and looking in the mirror and and brushing her hair. I don't know why I didn't really see it, but I just that's how I imagined what was going on. right? Right. So, yeah, every once in a while you would just go in that room and you'd smell that and stuff. And we never told anybody really, like the other tenants, about that. But we all used to hang out like on the porch outside sometimes in the nice weather. And so the people that we traded apartments with were all out there one day. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how we got into the conversation of things in the house happening or whatever. And we still hadn't mentioned that right and so the guy will call him joe he he said yeah he goes when we were living on the first floor he said that front bedroom we used to smell perfume in there quite often wow (laughs) and so yeah there you go right and we're like oh my god right that's what happens to us too and so now also in that apartment there was these two i don't know if they want to be like i used to call them like ghost kitties
1: mm-hmm.
0: there was a gray one yeah and there was kind of a white one okay and you could never see them directly right you'd see it like out of the corner right and it was about the size of a cat and uh-huh. it would just scoot by right but if you turn your head to look they were gone right and so and and they never felt evil to me or anything yeah and so that's what we just called them uh uh-huh. And so when I was talking to my sister a little while ago trying to get her to do this podcast, we had talked about those and she goes, Those were those were demons. And I'm like, I don't think so, Cindy. I said, because they never felt evil to me. I said, What why do you think they were demons? And she said, Well, she was talking to somebody that she knows who has a lot of experiences and that's what they said. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't think they were because they did not feel evil. And in fact, I kind of got like a little cozy feeling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so one day I was like, you know, again, an old house, we hadn't really updated. There weren't like showers. You had those big clawed bathtubs. Right. And so you couldn't shower. You always have to take a bath. And so I remember one day it was getting ready to leave for school. and. Bill had gone to work. I think my mother was still sleeping. And uh, so I was in the kitchen, and I was just kind of washing my hair in the sink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I saw the gray one out of the corner of my eye. And I didn't even turn my head because we had a gray cat, actually, at that time, Chiquita. So I'm like, oh, I thought it was Chiquita just walked by.
1: Right.
0: And so I get ready for school, and I go out. And Chiquita was an indoor-outdoor cat. And mm-hmm. I go outside, and Chiquita's in the driveway. so that was not her
1: right
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um so that was one of the things and then my aunt came over to visit one day my sister's uh, my mother's sister and we used to like store stuff in the barns you know like and also I used to play in in the barn on the first floor a lot you know we put like a rug down and Mm -hmm. set up like you know doll furniture and you know kids stuff. And so me and my friends used to play in there a lot. And um but anyway, so my aunt and my mother had to go in the barn for something. And we always kept a lock on it because it was, you know, people could just walk in the hall and and Mm -hmm. walk right in there. So we always locked it. So my aunt said, all right, I'll meet you in there. Because my mother had to do something. So my aunt standing at the door unlocking the padlock mm-hmm. and she said all of a sudden she felt a cold hand on her shoulder right. she could feel each individual finger and everything wow. and she thought it was my mother
1: right
0: so she turned around and there was no one there there's nobody there. nobody was there <laughs> so <clears throat> but you get stuff like that a lot you know mm. just or just a lot of it for me were like feeling things
1: right
0: like I feel a presence and most of the time it was okay
1: yeah, You know, I yeah. didn't
0: feel like it was harmful. In fact, I miss it, yeah. honestly, right. because I lived there most of my life.
1: Yeah,
0: You know, so, right. but there was still some evil.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, because the third floor apartment, that mm-hmm. was always very evil.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'd always help my mother, like when one tenant was moving out, we needed to get the apartment ready for another tenant, whether it's like painting or whatever, right. cleaning and stuff. And a couple of times we had to go up and do that apartment. And we just hated being being in that apartment. It was so creepy feeling. I hated being in there, but we, you know, we had to get it ready. So we would. And um, it just was the most awful feeling. And then I guess at some point there was um, people living there that were like, they must have been, like, Satan worshippers or something. Wow. And this was, I mean, it was always evil feeling, even right. before this. Yeah. But so it had the slanted ceilings because mm-hmm. it was an attic apartment. And so one of the slanted ceilings in the kitchen, after they moved out, we went up there to clean.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And there somebody had painted Satan on there. Right. Like, it was... This person was a really good artist. Wow. Yeah. But how scary. It was mostly like just a huge face. Right. From what I can recall. Yeah. And we're like, oh, my God. And they used to do like seances and stuff up there and
1: mm.
0: as if it wasn't already creepy. Right. <laughs> so my sister said, because I kind of remember seeing that devil face. Mm-hmm. But I was asking her, I'm like, Wh- whatever happened? Did we end up painting over that? Or she's like, No, we stripped it off.
1: Right.
0: We stripped it and then repainted it and then she said she totally cleansed that apartment. Yeah. And stuff.
1: That's probably a good idea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so then years go by again and now we have tenants up there, you know, and they've lit they lived there for a long, long time. Right. And then I grew up, and I moved out, then I moved back in, then I moved out, then Uh I moved back, you know, (laughs) trying to make it on my own. Uh And um, so finally, I met this guy, and we got married, and I moved out for a few years. And then um, we ended up getting a divorce, and happened that the third floor apartment was empty.
1: mm -hmm. And
0: so... My parents said, you know, you can rent that from if you want to rent it. And I'm like, whoa, oh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> so I said, well, let me go up there and see what it feels like and stuff now. So I went up, and it felt fine. I didn't feel anything evil. I mm-hmm. hung out up there for a bit. It felt really fine. So I said, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll rent it. And so my mother and I were, went up there. Because people had kind of just moved out not too long before that, so mm-hmm. just to clean it and stuff and now it had these windows that they kind of swung out mm-hmm. they pushed out right, and you'd have to take like a there was like a what do they call a hinge there that you could lock
1: to right. hold the okay. window open yeah
0: it was weird no no um no screens in them either, just in the kitchen
1: right.
0: The other rooms had normal windows, I think. And anyway, so I had opened the window outward, and I had latched the thing. I'm trying to think. Oh, but they they were very hard to open, Mm -hmm. you know, because they were old. And you had to be really careful, because if that thing slams on you, ow. Right. So I had it open. I had the hinge. It was locked. And I think I was, like, wiping out the window sill. Because, mm-hmm. you know, and then what's really weird is I, I still didn't feel anything evil. But all of a sudden, and this reminds me of the Amityville Horror. <laughs> all of a sudden, there was just a whole bunch of big black flies there. Right.
1: Nice.
0: So if if you've seen the Amityville Horror, you'll know what I'm talking right. about. And it was in the same situation, too. Somebody wow. was doing a window or something. Right. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Where'd they come from? Mm-hmm. And there was quite a few of them. And then all of a sudden I had my hand in the window sill and it happened so fast that window just slammed. Wow. And it didn't just like close. Yeah. It was almost like someone shoved it. Wow. So hard.
1: Right.
0: You know like cuz the force was unbelievable. Wow. And my fingers were under it and it and the window was like almost all the way closed on my fingers. Wow. And I'm so I'm screaming. My mother's yeah. at, like, the other end of the apartment doing something. Right. And I'm pushing on the window with my other hand. I couldn't get it to budge. And so she comes flying in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And she it took her both hands, like, banging on it to get it off wow. my hand. And so I can't believe I didn't break any fingers. Wow. But they were flat. Right. right. <laughs> and the pain was unbelievable. But as soon as she... Got the window off my fingers. The flies just disappeared.
1: Is that right? Wow. Yeah,
0: but I still didn't feel anything evil. But yeah, that was kind of something evil. Like I said, the way that thing slammed. Right. So I still moved in there, and nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. I only lived there, I think, for about a year, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Because they ended up they ended up wanting to sell sell it and they sold it in 1996 right and then i went and got an apartment but um let's see some of the other oh one time i was cleaning remember i said the second floor barn had a loft in it
1: Uh
0: and so i think we were living on the second floor at the time or the first floor i'm not sure but um my mother said i could have a halloween party in the barn Uh so but she didn't say i could use a loft that was what I wanted to do, but then, so I was up there sweeping and stuff, and I was going to put some decorations, right. but it wasn't like there was stairs to get to the loft. You had to do a ladder, and she said, no, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. She didn't want kids going up and down the ladder, which right. makes sense now that I'm an adult, but back right. then, I'm like, yeah. really?
1: Yeah.
0: But she didn't tell me that right away, so I was up there cleaning. I had my little radio going, and wasn't even, like, thinking of anything bad. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I just stopped and I felt something so evil. Like I couldn't get out of there fast enough. I threw wow. the broom down, shut the radio off, and I climbed down that ladder and I just went in the house for like a half an hour. Thanks. Excuse me. And then I went back in and it felt fine.
1: Yeah.
0: So I finished cleaning and stuff. <laughs>
1: But it was just
0: so weird.
1: You're brave.
0: I know, it's like the stuff you tell me. I'm like, you're brave. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. And then there was this one other time too. My cousin was over, and Why we are you were in the... at me
1: like that for huh? You
0: looking at me for uh oh, like scary funny. Yeah. Uh oh. Should I get the sage out? I don't know. Maybe after we're done with this episode. Yeah missy are you evil <laughs> so my cousin and i were in the backyard and behind that house and it was a beautiful day sunshine mm-hmm. and no wind at all just a nice day and we're just talking about my dad right and like how much i like miss him and stuff like that and all of a sudden in the neighbor's yard mm-hmm. a tree fell Wow! it wasn't even windy right yeah, yeah. all of a sudden we hear this kh- crack and boom and we look and there's a tree down in my neighbor's
1: yard
0: (laughs) so i don't know what if that was just coincidence or Mm -hmm. what but oh and i have to tell you this too so remember i was talking about when i was really little and with the phone yeah and pretend you know thought i was talking to my dad right so now we're gonna whiz ahead to just a few years ago Mm -hmm. okay so I was living actually I'm just gonna say it, Elm Street, which is I my friend my friend's sister owns a house on Elm Street mm-hmm. and that's where they grew up and she bought it from her mom. Right. And it happens to be the house next door to the one my father passed away in. Oh, okay. And I had been living in Rhode Island, but I was moving back and I mm-hmm. needed an apartment. So she's like, Hey, why don't you rent the second floor? Yeah. And I said, Okay. And what's real, and I was like, I kind of was like, this is cool because it's next door to where my father passed away. Mm-hmm. It just feels like maybe I can be kind of close to him. Right, I yeah. don't know. That's a little weird. But And what's really weird is I went to look at the apartment before mm-hmm. I said that I would rent it. And... It had, like, a little cubby hole between the kitchen and the living room. Yeah. And it had one of those really old phones. It's not workable, but the right. one where you have to hold the receiver.
1: Oh, wow. And yeah. then
0: talk. Right. Into uh, I forget how it works. Like, you have to hold it up to your ear, yeah. but you talk into it. Right. Right there, and you have to stand there.
1: Uh-huh. Very
0: old phone. And I guess it's just there for, like, a decoration. It's yeah. kind of cool. And I'm like, wow, that's neat. Well, get this. A few days before I was moving into that apartment, I had a dream. Mm-hmm. And I almost didn't move in because of this. But I had a dream that I was living in the apartment, and that phone rang.
1: Wow. <laughs>
0: and I answered it.
1: Yeah.
0: And it said, hi, Mary, this is Daddy. Wow. I just got the cringes, like, <laughs> oh, my God. So it was, the dream was so vivid. Right. So I don't know if that was like me remembering back when i was a kid mm-hmm. and maybe he really was calling me through that phone right and just me knowing that i was going to be moving next door and that that phone was there it just mm-hmm. brought on that dream
1: yeah.
0: but anyway
1: maybe he was talking to you through that phone.
0: maybe he was and that's why i had that dream too yeah. it's kind of like So I almost wasn't going to move in because of that, just Uh because now I'm like, okay. So I did move in there.
1: Yeah.
0: And... Every time I walked by that phone, I would be like, oh, my God, don't ring, don't ring. (laughs) And, yeah, no, it never did. But some Mm. weird things did happen in that apartment. Did they? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. And I need to talk to my friend's sister, too, because I know weird things have happened in that house for her, too. Right. But this is one of the things that happened. So I was getting ready for work one morning, and I had a blouse out so i get out of the shower and it was a blouse i'd worn several times Mm -hmm. in my life and it's a button down yeah and so i go to put it on i put it on and i go to button it there are no buttonholes
1: there's no buttonholes
0: no buttonholes now i've worn this blouse many times in my life button it right up yeah and i'm like am i losing my mind (laughs) so my girlfriend was there And I'm like, Kathy, could you come here? And she went in and I'm like, look at this shirt. I said, are there, do you see any buttonholes? She's looking at it. She rubs her finger down, looking all like where the buttons would line up. She's like, no. And I'm like, but you see buttons, right? And she's like, yeah. (laughs) And she's like, I've seen you wear this before. I'm like, Uh I know. Right. So I just laid it on the bed. And I went and did some other stuff, like brushing my teeth or whatever, I guess. And then I went back in. I'm like, i got to find a different blouse to wear today. Mm -hmm. And I picked it up, and the buttonholes were back. Wow. (laughs) So I wore it that day.
1: Right. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then other times I'd be sitting there. I'd be by myself in the apartment in the living room, and I'd hear scuffling in the kitchen kitchen like maybe somebody walking in slippers or just kind of like yeah like that right and um i don't know i used to say hey madeline because that was their mother and that used to be her house i mean she didn't die in the house or anything
1: yeah
0: so yeah those are the things i remember from that house oh and now we're back to my house that i grew up in (laughs) (laughs) and um I know that I was a really mean kid.
1: You're a mean kid.
0: And my sister thinks that when those really evil things were happening to me, yeah. That that I got kind of possessed.
1: Right. Uh-huh. Um,
0: and maybe because especially if I did sit up in bed and do that hissing song. Right. But, I mean, I know sometimes kids can be mean, but let me tell you some of the stuff I used to do. But what floors me even more than that is that my cousins were dumb enough to keep coming back over. Because I'm like, you do know I'm going to hurt you, right? Right. So, Mm -hmm. my cousin, we'll call her R. So she used to – because, you know, we'd sleep over each other's houses and stuff. And mm-hmm. I wasn't mean to them at their house. I don't right. know if – and maybe all this was before, like, she did the cleansing and finished that book. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But – um, so she would come over. And she was kind of a clumsy person anyway. Mm-hmm. But every chance I got, I'd stick my foot out <laughs> and trip her. Right. And then I had this doll. It was like <laughs> – was a life-size doll you know so it was the size of me however tall I was the right. doll was about my height and it had these long floppy legs mm-hmm. with like shoes on like hard plastic shoes so I used to pick up the doll by the arms and I'd swing it in circles yeah. so that it it flew out. Right. The legs would be straight out, and I'd whack her and whack my cousin R in the face with the doll, like, all the time.
1: Right. I don't know why. And I'd
0: laugh. That's the thing. I thought it was the funniest thing, and it yeah. made her cry or whatever. hmm Then my other cousin, G, she was extremely allergic to um, bees, mm-hmm. and we were playing outside, and she got a bee sting. Mm-hmm. So she ran in the house, and my my mother gave her the shot and stuff. Yeah. And uh, she's like, your kids better play in the house for the rest of the day because of G's leg. And so we were sitting on the floor playing a game, and we were cross, you know, sitting Indian style. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And my mother said, I probably never would have thought about doing this if my mother didn't say, whatever you do, don't touch G's leg. Right. So I made a fist and I punched it. Ow. Right where she got stung. Right.
1: That would hurt.
0: <laughs> no, that's a little more evil than I think most kids.
1: Yeah. I'm not done. Right. I right. have a
0: couple more. Then my cousin, Em. A couple things I used to do to her. We always used to like to play badminton hmm. with the neighborhood kids. And Em always wanted to be on my team. Oh. And I just would look at her like, why? Right. You know I'm going to hit you with the racket. <laughs> like, I'd be thinking that. And right. every time, I'm going to be on your team, Mary. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So, like, whenever she'd be going for the birdie, uh-huh. I'd pretend that I was going for it. And right. I'd run on her side. And I'd slam her in the head with the racket. I'd be like, oh, my God, I missed the birdie again. <laughs> and then this has the, got to be the worst one. So, same girl, M. Right. We had gone somewhere with my parents and we just got back, and the car door was still open. And she had her hand like on the edge of the car door. And I don't know why, but and I saw that. (laughs) So I slammed the door as hard as I could. Thanks. And I slammed her fingers in the door. Wow. And of course, she's screaming. Yeah. But I remember laughing like it was so funny. Wow. That's not funny.
1: That's not funny. No. Uh -uh. No, none of those are funny. No, mm-hmm.
0: but I was just very mean, and I think I remember only being when I was at the house, and I know we were still living in the basement apartment right. through all of this, huh. or at least for the ones with—I uh, don't know about the door one because Bill was there, but they did date for a while before they got married. But right. anyway, yeah, I was pretty mean, but they all kept coming back for more, and I don't know why. Right. And then Mm -hmm. one more thing, like with the doll, the one I told you that I used to swing and hit R in the head with all the time. Right. Now, this isn't paranormal, but it's, now this is funny. So now now we're on the first floor, and my mother had the front bedroom where you smell the perfume and stuff. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, we used to keep the doll in the corner of her bedroom. So the bed's like, here against like the head of the beds against the wall and then to the left of the bed is her bureau right and then between the bureau and the wall is where we keep the doll Mm -hmm. and so I thought one day it would be funny (laughs) I moved the doll and I sat there and my mother came in to make the bed she was putting clean sheets and I knew she was going to be doing that so, well, she had her back, well, she had her back to me tucking in the sheets. Mm-hmm. I kind of moved a little bit and made like a little sound.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: And then I stood, sat still. And then when she finally turned around, I leapt up and yelled, oh, my God. I can't believe it. She was screaming at me. She's like, don't you ever do that again. She goes, that wasn't funny. And I'm like, well, I thought it was. (laughs) And I don't remember anything about the doll after that. Right. Maybe she threw it away. I'm not sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. And then. I'm sorry to keep going back and forth from apartment to this and that, but now we're back in the basement apartment when I was little and staying in that room that really scared me all the time. And it just, like, it felt like my bed was shaking a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, jiggling, I should right. say. Like, a lot. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons that freaked me out. And then, so years later, um, my sister met her husband they met a guy they got married and they moved into the basement apartment and they had a little girl Mm -hmm. and so my niece that was her room too right and I remember one day after like she was all grown up she said to me one day and they weren't living there anymore I don't know why she brought it up but she said um well, you stayed in that little bedroom in the basement apartment when you were a kid, right? I said, Yeah. She goes, Did you ever like feel creeped out in there? And mm. I said, Yeah. And she's like, I hated that room. Right. She goes, I felt like there was something evil in there. Right. So I don't know. I guess that just kind of never went away. Yeah. Let's see. I think I got all the ones that I can think of. Um, Yeah, it would just be really cool to talk with the people that live there now or that have lived there in between then and now, too. It would be. I just don't know how to go about it. Like, Mm -hmm. am I going to just knock on the door?
1: Right. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Yeah, so
0: I don't know. But anyway, so... If we have any listeners here that have any um, paranormal experiences, ghost stories that happened to you or someone you know, and you would like to share them, just email us at entertainment underscore source at yahoo.com and put ghost in the subject line, and you can find the email address in the episode notes, too. And just, yeah, just send us an email with your story, and we can read it on one of our shows coming up.
1: We would love to hear it.
0: Yeah, come on. We, we need people to send stuff in. So I know there's a lot of people out there with ghost stories. And if this house sounds at all familiar to you, and you're from central Massachusetts, it could be the same house. And that would be even more cool. All right, thank you for listening, and thank you, Perry, for being my co-ghost. Oh,
1: uh, well thank you, Mary. All
0: right, we'll talk again soon. Bye bye. Right. Bye. It's Just, just a, a ghost, ghost is an entertainment, entertainment source, source production. production. Intro music and whispers, and whispers by Venom and, Venom and Mayhem of Stormstress. Stormstress. If, you if you enjoy this podcast, podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, iTunes Apple Podcast, and where you listen to your podcasts. podcasts. You can if follow It's Just, a, just ghost a Ghost on Twitter and, Twitter and Facebook. Facebook. If you have a ghost story story you would like to share, share, you can email email us at at entertainment-source at yahoo.com. Please Please put put ghost in in the subject line, line, and we will read read it on our our show. show. If you would would like to make make a donation to our our tip jar, you can find find the link in the episode notes. Remember, ghosts are people too. Thanks for listening. Check out my other podcast, Entertainment Source Interviews. Until next time.